What up, what up? This is your boy Ghost and Tech. Show them camp. And we were just on Jess Finesse Presents. Bang, bang. You already know. Madness. Just, just finish your madness. Hey, baby, what's the worst part? If you don't ask the question, then it's not just finesse. So, white or yellow, Gary? Ah, uh, yellow. Okay. I said I like this bitch. I said I like this bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's gosh. But you have to walk up some stairs. Everything was gosh. Yeah, anyway, it's not Yes. They, it was a concert. concert. Yeah. We, I planned the concert. I literally... <laughs> you, you heard them on speed out? Literally. Dog is out to the air. My dog is out to the air. Give it a try to make it up here. Yes, Finesse presents. Baby, what's good? What's popping? If you can hear my voice, then I would hope you know uh, where you're tuned into. But in case you don't, we are tuned into yet another episode of Jess Finesse Presents. And I'm going to clap for myself because if you don't clap for yourself, who's going to clap for you? Who's going to clap for you? Who's going to clap for you? This is a very special episode. I mean, all my episodes be special, but this one is special, special. This is the first time we have two guests on at the same time. Mm-hmm. So the gods of podcasting don't fail me now. All right? We got three <laughs> camera angles, three, three, three people in the building, and we're going to make sure this goes off without a hitch. Now, ladies and gentlemen... Boys and girls, not boys and girls, because we cuss on this podcast, but ladies and gentlemen, people of the world, we are here with the one, the only, the first, not the last, double trouble, shut them mm. camp. Mm. Mm. I'm a, clap, gunshot, clap for yourself, gunshot, clap for yourself. Gunshot, gunshot. See, okay, we going gunshot, but I'll be saying, I don't know if it's insensitive to be gunshotting right now, for sure because of what's happening. Yeah. Bang, 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 let's go. Oh, yeah. Bang. Wale. <laughs> Ghost. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for pulling up. Nah, thank you. Especially for this us. one. Because I see him a lot. I don't see you like that. I only see you by proxy of him at certain settings. Yeah. So the fact that you I'm are a, not a I'm ghost a, today. I'm an adopted brother. You're the adopted brother. Yeah. He likes to keep me in private. Well. Why don't you show him off? No, no, no. You hiding him like a side chick. Why? No, no, no. Whoa, whoa. Wow. wow. Come on. Wow. Come on. Wow. He, he only, I only see this guy when it's at social functions. 2022 is actually the year of the side chicks. Like, side chicks are actually winning currently. Elaborate. <coughs> it's like, um, you see, right now, a lot of people have been, and I, I'm not one of them, I'm just saying. Right. Lady <laughs> disclaimer, Abby. A lot of people no, have been messing with their side chicks for a while and the pandemic okay. happened. Yeah. And they realize when they're in the crib with their wife, mm-hmm. that's oh man, ah. I wish, <laughs> I wish I was in Yaba. I wish wow. I was in, in so okay. as the streets open now, they are holding their side chicks more. They are repping their side chicks. And that's what I have seen, Sha. It's okay. a mirage. It's a mirage. Everybody the same. Because <laughs> you go for that, you obey to the side chick. Everybody the same. Wow. So it's amazing the side chicks are the same. That's how it's going to be. Okay. You then not you be have... thinking that you should go to another side chick. Okay, wow. Yeah, that's what, that's a mirage. Wait, now that we're talking about this, I have a question. So what What do you, what advice do you seasoned mm-hmm. young men have mm-hmm. for people that want to date in Lagos? I think uh, you should listen to our new album, Pamai Music 3. It's very much centered on love. It's very much centered on... Look at this shameless plug. It's very much centered on relationships. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> you know, so Pamai um, Music 3 is giving us advice on how to find, yeah, find our special advice, one. The Go overall theme of the project yeah. is very much about yeah, like just follow the, follow love the and relationships and maturing. You know, as how did y'all decide that that was going to be the theme for Pamai Music 3? I think, you know... I feel like Ghost was really going through like uh, lover boy moments in his life. Okay. 
And, you know, I just feel like it was really inspired to like, just draw bars about like love. And I just, you just you know, follow I, that's suits. what my brother was so wanting to, to rap to about. answer your question, <laughs> choose who chooses you is the advice. Choose who chooses you. That's the advice. Yeah. Not choose who chooses you. Don't be wanting somebody that doesn't want you. Yeah. That's how, that's, that's the advice. That's a whole make. deep I think the second part of that is prayer. Like you want to love I support Lagos, that because that chooses, chooses you. What happens when is the wrong people choosing you? See, that's what that. You see. Sometimes maybe you should be the wrong person. So you you think you want something, but that's not really what you need. You just want that. Okay. What you need is there in front of you. But you I like, hope you Lagos people are listening. Yeah, I hope y'all are listening. Now this like, this spreads across like, this spreads across the world. I hope you yeah. people of the world, you people that be deep in the streets, <laughs> that be deceiving people and be making people heartbroken and damaged. I hope you people are listening. No, but All listen, right? listen to this. Yeah, there's one guy right now. Mm-hmm. That is feeling just finesse. I I don't and, I and don't I don't care. They're not exactly. So, no, so listen, wait, listen, see, listen, see, listen. Let me drop it. There's one guy. Yeah, that's, there's one guy. Me. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> the guy. That guy now. If you said roll on the floor, the guy can scatter his own self rolling on the floor, right? But you don't like that guy. Hey, this that's the not the guy. You this didn't choose problem. that guy. But there's one guy that you you are looking at over here. But me, I'm actually when I say choose you, choose you. I'm actually talking about guys. Because don't go and choose, baby. Let the babe choose you. You know what I'm saying? That's oh, that, that, that now changes the whole dynamic of this conversation. That's what I'm saying. Because, you know what I'm saying? For for you to even, for most interaction between, mm-hmm. for me, shy guys and girls, it comes from, you see the babe, the babe, you know, gives you green lights. Facts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she's basically the one choosing her, babe. Mm-hmm. Even though you guys are, you know, mm-hmm. you're the one going to her with everything, but she's the one choosing. So that's what I'm saying. Choose you, choose you. If you see a babe and she reacts to you in a positive way, then you can go in and then at, that, at that point in time. That's what I mean. Right. Okay. But you can still miss road, so if you do that. Of course not. It's <laughs> okay. But it's up to guys too. There's guys that are missing road. You just find out that uh, <laughs> there's one soldier that is a husband somewhere and even though she chose you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, my last statement on this, on this topic, I also wanted to say that you said that, oh, there's a guy that could be, you know, be feeling me or whatever yeah. and you know but I can tell him really... roll on the floor and he will roll on the floor yeah, right yeah. there's devils that roll on the floor okay there's yeah. people that are willing to jump cliff after they jump the cliff for you and do everything and move heaven and hell for you and then you now let your guard down and be like okay I'm gonna choose this person back that's when they start showing their no, weird so I don't know if I'm bad let me tell you what that is what yeah. is that a lot of times and all the guys behind the scenes here can attest to this mm-hmm. right a lot of times if you like a babe and you went there and you gave the baby everything. You told her everything you wanted to do. And she said, jump on the floor, roll on the floor. You mm-hmm. rolled on the floor. You mm-hmm. jumped on the floor. Mm-hmm. The point where she usually now comes to her, comes to her mind and wants to choose you. Eh? At that point, now maybe our other guy that she really like messed up. Maybe some, By that point, you yourself you now. You checked out. You checked out. Checked God out. bless you. See, <laughs> see, he's a deep star. <laughs> you you know, you you checked out. So, so, <laughs> at that point where they'll not be like, hey, Seven months later, I choose you now. <laughs> then just and you might now all the things you were prepared to do at that point. Your is like I've done all these things for this person; they even work, right? You now come in, and, and from guys, most of the guys, eh, you put when you like a girl, you put her on a pedestal in your mind. Mm-hmm. Ah, this baby's mad, or I need to ask. Ah, I'll do all this. You put her on a pedestal. Then you now realize after you've done all those things, when she now finally likes you, that she's actually just a normal person. <laughs> so there's. Oh, you're going to make us spend time on this topic. We don't have time. <laughs> I don't like, what do you mean? You find that she's a normal person. Because everybody's a normal person. Everybody's a normal that's person. Not that's not like infatuation. Put, that's why you shouldn't put anybody on a pedestal. 
Okay, <laughs> regular people deserve for people to roll on the floor for them. It's not just people you've pedestalized and not just people that look like, exactly. oh, this is the, 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 the I, time of my, is ready apple to, of my eye. The time when he's ready to roll on the floor for you, that's when you should choose him. When because he when, when he has when he has pedestalized you in his head, and he has Yo, but really, there's a, there's, a, there's a little bit, a bit of a balance now. You be able to really see if you are, if you are Thank legit, you. If, you are, you. if you are legit. Yeah, no, the rolling point. is actually rolling. People, but the thing is that Niger babes, or mostly they, they tend to take the piss really. Yeah, that, um, that it's like I'll be feeling what one person is saying. You say long. something, I just make me unfeel what you're saying. <laughs> you say something, I'll feel it. I will not unfeel it. What do you mean, Niger babes, babes take the piss? It's a balance. No, I tell you why they take the piss. How they take the piss? Because Nigerian guys have been trash. So as a thank result, you. Uh, Don't say nothing that make me unfeel right, you. Let's stop like that. Let's stop like that. Nigerian men are trash. Stop at that moment. Farmer Music Three is coming out. When is Farmer Music Three coming out? By the end of July. Is this a real day or a Nigerian day? I mean, the last time I said it, this. You jinxed fans, yourself. Yeah, I jinxed myself. I told him I was coming out in February and we're in July. We're in June now, so. Okay, you know, well. So I don't want to put like, when this comes out, nobody will be on my neck. Bro, you said July. Say it to the chest. Yeah, I'm saying the end of July with my chest. Let's go. This podcast is, um, I don't know which one I would do now. This Gun podcast shows. is holding you accountable <laughs> end of July. Yeah. Watch this if podcast. If you don't and, see it end of July. And if you don't see my music at the end of July, I want you to screenshot this part and send it to Ghost on Twitter every time. Just like... Why is it Ghost when Ghost even open his yarn No, no Ghost is the one on Twitter. But he's not the one that said Pamai 2 is coming out. Why you said do? it. We're together. Why so sorry, silent partner. Oh, yeah, no. As we talked about love, as we talked about new album coming out, mm-hmm. let's get into something very special and important <clears> to me. Okay. Now, every episode, mm-hmm. I invite guests on this podcast, mm-hmm. and we talk about various topics. I don't say this is an interview. This is not no mm-hmm. interview. This mm-hmm. is like we just did. Like mm-hmm. we guys, that we, you know, we chilling, we talking mm-hmm. over a very important meal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this meal is very important because it cuts across socioeconomic classes. Mm-hmm. It cuts across all types of barriers. It mm-hmm. cuts across tribe. Mm-hmm. Anybody mm-hmm. who's anybody. Man, this build up for this meal is mad. It, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't play with this. I don't play with this. I There's some people who they chop lobster. There's some people that will chop steak. We chopping Gary. We drinking Gary. All right. Mm-hmm. And what good. I say, I call it smoking Gary because in boarding school, that's how we say, have you smoked Gary today? Have you smoked Gary today? Mm-hmm. So we smoking Gary today. That's all good. right. Doesn't matter if you're rich. Don't matter if you're still looking for 2K. Anybody can drink this. Mm. All right, the people that don't drink it, there's either they bougie or the taste buzz is just different than the rest of ours. Mm. Cough, cough, ghost. Mm. Um, <laughs> but you're going to join us today. To smoke, Gary. Yes, to smoke, Gary. Cool. Now, I have a very important question mm. for both of you, mm. right? Mm. Very simple answer. Mm. It's an either or. Mm. White or yellow? White. White. I mean, I should have known. I should for known. smoking, like you said, white, mm. but forever. That why? Why I I will consider yellow. So none of y'all can consider smoking yellow guy today. No. no. I know he's definitely not. I don't know why I looked at ghosts like he's going to do something that's out the ordinary. Okay, that's fine. I'm gonna drink my yellow Gary by myself. Y'all drink white Gary. Cool. Now, for those of us that drink Gary, mm. how are those who don't know how to make Gary? Like you don't know how to prepare it. To make it, we we'll teach like you. It. Don't worry, okay. we we'll teach you. For those of us that drink it normally, mm-hmm. okay? Wale, what do you supplement your Gary with? Groundnuts, milk, and ice block. Okay, those that don't drink it, but are going to drink it today. What do you think you'd want to supplement your Gary with? Yeah, I get them Gary and sugar. Water. That's it. Gary, sugar, and water. No milk. Nothing. My egg is on the side. 
So you be doing like you be <laughs> wow. That's what you gonna do. That's what I do. Wow, this is very deep. interesting. Okay, no problem. No problem. Now I wanna ask a question. And it feels weird to ask y'all this question because I know you you are very, very seasoned, you know, well accomplished men that have lived very colorful lives already, right? Mm. Where did y'all go to secondary school? King's, Who wants to start? King's College, Lagos, boarding school. So smoking Gary was was like great hand sport. in hand. Yeah, I went like, to Ahop. Where is that? It's in Nikaja. Was smoking Gary in a hall? No, like not, 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 not even, not not even in boarding school. They didn't even know what Gary was. They probably said Gary. But bro, I think you went to a hall as well. Yeah, I think you went to. Yeah, that was like. Is that how y'all met? No, no, no. Yeah, my senior. They've been following me around for a while. What? But yeah. I ate Gary in um body school. In, no, in my house. In your house. No, no, I don't get school. so in body school, did y'all have provision at this school? Yeah, I had provisions. But you couldn't smoke you couldn't drink Gary. I said Atlantic I don't like to smoke Gary. Wait, is it for Atlantic Hall? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Okay. So y'all went to so y'all went to parish school. That's the case. So if you are going to count the number of years I went to secondary school in Nigeria, I'll say like ninety percent of it. But my final, thankfully, thankfully to my my mom, is that my final year, my mom said, My son needs to actually see women in his class. That's what your mom was saying. Yeah, like because I was in case and I just seen a hundred guys, the other niggas sitting next to me to so okay. the left and to the so right. So she was scared. No, no, no. She was not scared. She was trying to help her son. Okay. Yeah, because okay. she was like, I was telling her, me, I used to scale walls to like go to QC. And that's to... because it was an all boys school. Like if it was yeah, co-ed, like, you wouldn't be scaling the wall. Yeah, and I used to fight defiant. a lot. I used to like those. So she was like, look, this guy, she wanted to send me abroad. Okay. And she was like, before this guy goes abroad from KC, right, let me send him to a normal school for like one year to balance. When I entered Atlantic, I was how deep it was. I had four girlfriends. <laughs> Like four. <sighs> My chest is hurting. Okay. But I was coming from an old boys' school. Right. So you were like, making up for lost time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so were you in school? Were you a troublemaker? At all. And you believe? And do <laughs> you do you support his claim that is because you were in a co-ed school? That's why he wasn't making trouble. No. This one was just an undercover womanizer, yeah. and his reality became a reality once the there mother sent him to your school. Yeah, he just likes women. <laughs> four babes. <laughs> he had four babes. Yeah. <laughs> Were you loving them equally? Yeah. They were so in different believe- classes. Well, two of my seniors. Okay. Yeah. So to show you how bad I was, I like, was two of my seniors. So even like the guys in the year above me used to hate me because I was dating their babes. Right. And I had like two in my, my year. Were they aware? Like all four? Eh, one of them, one of them was aware mm. of every like, that you know, I had other babes. I know like the engine. <laughs> no, I was not <laughs> one of them was aware, okay. and then the other three were not aware. So then they all found that one day, and they all came to come and like, attention me. Yeah. And then what happened? What was the result of the tension? And who did you choose? <laughs> they said you I, should choose. Yeah, I chose. Who's the one you chose? The one I, I like the most. And why Which you chose you like her because most? you liked her the most? Yeah. Why do you like her the yeah, most? Yeah, give me that code. Eh? Um, it's like you're telling me and goes to you first. Let's go. I don't want to put some blush, but code. Eh? I don't know if you know her. Neo. You do, but I don't like. Um, oh, I don't worry. And yeah, Mala for I don't know what's yeah, going on. Um, what's it called? Yeah, no. So they told me to choose. They like accosted me one day in class, and they're like, "Where have you been dating this person and dating this it's person?" Like, no, they balance. You have to choose At all. One. Can you imagine yeah. four babies? Say, I mean, when I saw them, I actually thought you know, guys are looking for. Babies. I actually thought, yeah, it's over. They've all found out. I'm dead. What's going to happen? And then they were like, you know, you know that feeling. I like maybe somebody wants to brush you. Yeah, so you are bracing yourself for the brushing, and then they're now like, "Yeah, choose and choose." Wow, okay, 
Obviously you. Obviously you. And then get out. The one I chose, you know, everybody would all born in the one I chose, she was not like. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, like you sh- that made her better than all the rest. Because I was like, obvi- I didn't even think about it. Was like, obviously, you. Like, I, I, this guy's joking. Like you, you're the best. Like I, I, you know, I like you. <laughs> you like, said this in front of three other women. Yeah. And those women just what put their head in shame and walked away. No, no, I don't think they like me to this day. But Good. but at secondary school, I was like, I was like, I don't know, fourteen, right. fifteen. It was stupid back then. Well, we thank God that stupidity trying is to, Anybody that is trying to like date four women at the same time now, at this current age, I think is a very stupid Oh, so person. you don't believe in polygamy? No, I... Because I, I see these little people, they're popularizing it here. No, no, no. So, now nah, I don't even know what's going on now because they'll tell you one side, they say polygamy, one side, they'll say... Uh, what's that one that they said? I don't no, know. Polyamory. Okay. Then there's another one that they said is... Um, I've been inside my shy. house. I don't know what goes yeah, on outside. Yeah, lost, lost side chicks. So you don't believe in polygamy either? I mean, if my religion allowed it, okay, I might consider it. Got you. If my religion allowed it. No yeah. need. <laughs> well, polygamy. Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, I'm asking if y'all believe. He said very simple. His religion don't allow it. Maybe if it did, he consider it. No, for me. I don't like so. For example, if I see somebody that's married two wives or whatever, like mm-hmm. if you can handle it, mm-hmm. like if you can handle it, if mm-hmm. you can, and everybody can thrive in that situation. Good luck to them. Okay, but for me personally, no, I'm okay. Got you. Me, I don't even like to yarn on the phone. <laughs> Wait, how did you go from? I don't want two women to. <laughs> no, 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 I can't even talk on the phone. In a relationship, you have to yarn on the phone. Oh, so you're saying you're so not like, even good at communication for real? No, no, like so. Imagine now that you have to be like. Hey, darling, how are you? How's your day? Oh, From okay. like 6 p.m. to What do you can't do in the office? Oh, Kemi said this. Oh, what do you shall I do? Okay, all right, bye. Hey, darling, how's your day? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> Hey, darling, number two. Just I'm like, that's long. I see. I'll do, if I'm going to, I can only, I'm, me, I can only focus on one person. At that's not time. how you run a child, but. That's not what? I know how you run a child. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know the practicalities of how you run it, but like. For, how would you, but run you run it? for babes. You don't know the practicality of how you run them. No, but that's in secondary school, bro. That's, uh, I believe, my mobile phone. The, from the, you know, Adults are just people that have just that's the same, the same as they grow up. Everything is the same. With them. Yeah, I guess, but you like, and their core is still the same. But back then, I, I, don't, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, you evolve, but there are core things about you that you know develop that by can a carry on age. with you yeah. throughout your life. Okay, mm. I hear that. Mm. I hear that. But anyway, without further ado, let's begin. Let's enter this Gary Evans. Oh, yeah, everyone, collectible. I wish there was some type of suspenseful music as Ghost collects his bowl. Thank you, Ghost. Is it gone that we used to collect bowl? Now. I mean, I don't know how to make this guy. So make for your guy. brother. Make for your brother. Make for your brother. You know your mom would be like, plate food for your sibling. I don't know how. He, I I do it like to, how you do it for much. yourself. Don't but don't much. put, are you going to put milk in yours? Yeah. He doesn't want milk. So she, so eating Gary's remind you about fights. They come and take your provisions. You know, at some point in the term, mm-hmm. maybe Gary's all you have left. Just well, Gary be the last provision that you'd have left. That's the last provision. Even when I became a senior, uh-huh. I used to like take my uh, junior's provisions to. Like, you were a bully. I'm not a bully. I was just doing what happened to me. <laughs> so you bully. That's bully. You're bully now. No, in in case. You, yeah. How you yeah, like it? The best thing we do, I talk with it. Should we clap? What should we do? What should we do? Clap, clap. Let me get, no, let me get. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Ghost of SDC um is officially yeah, yeah, yeah. enjoying 
Ijebugari or Justness Presents. I deserve a raise. I deserve a um, trophy. What else do I deserve? I deserve days off. Mm. I deserve paid time off. All that good stuff. You look like one of my friends, you know. Who's your friend? Which one said you use this one? Yeah. Yes. Who's your friend? Um, her name is Daisy. Her name is Daisy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Does she live in Lagos? Mm-hmm. What does Daisy do? She's social media something. She, she does many things. But we might media. we might we might be twins. She social does many media. things. You guys look alike. You look you alike. Mm-hmm. Does she talk like me? Your own voice is unique. So you're really gonna shake this thing like dice and be chowing it? Not sure we do. Okay. Without further ado. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Catch a tiger, by so If it hollers, let it go. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. My mother told me to pick the very best one, and you are not it. Ghost, you pick up the first fan for us. Show Them Camp has a very strong, consistent track record of identifying and collaborating with promising talent before they blow up, which speaks to your great A&R skills. You've worked with Jules, Amaray, Thames, Poe, and countless of other before their bid breaks, how do you decide who to collaborate with? Okay. Mm. <clears throat> Want to dig in or should I provide any small con- any any type of context? I yeah. feel like the question is self-explanatory. We'll get mm-hmm. context. Okay. We'll so, you know what, Touche? I'm going to let y'all, I'm going to let y'all chow. Now, um, so first of all, I don't like the word A&Ring. I think Lagos has, has really just spoiled the term for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but in essence, y'all have some really good A&Rs. Like, if you look at your projects, mm. y'all have very, 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 very strong, very notable features. Mm. Um, the features all give y'all good verses. Not like them artists that you feature on the song that will come and give you lazy verse mm. or like lazy contribution. All the features that be on y'all songs are notable features that like we can look back and be like, yo, this is a classic song. Oh, we love this song, right? Mm. In addition to that, you both are, or Shalom Kim as a collective, have a consistent thing of working with talents, like promising talent. Mm. Like, if you look back on all y'all features, there's a good amount of these people that you worked with them before, like, when they were on the cusp of becoming mm. commercially successful. Mm. Um, you work with them, y'all make good music, and then, bam, these people blow, mm. right? So, I want to ask, what is your process in choosing who y'all collaborate with? And I ask this a lot because, obviously, I would talk with so many different people in the industry, and mm. I ask, like, okay... How do y'all choose who y'all work with? Mm. Is it by energy? Is it by vibe? Is it by experience? Mm. Is it by whatever? Mm. So I want to know what y'all use to determine the acts that y'all use. Because at this point, it seems very spiritual. Because yeah. like, if you look at this person, like, yeah, this person, they're going to be successful. Mm. And they're also talented. So let's mm. work with them. Yeah. So just tell me, and I guess maybe y'all have different processes y'all mm. use to determine mm. who to work with. But yeah, yeah that's the general I think, I think the first thing to say is that, Loki, you haven't given another yellow garage I would give them. I give them every week. I give them every week. Don't worry. I think that. Um, <laughs> I think for us, really, it's just from being fans of music. You know, um, being fans of music, so we're constantly looking for new music. Like mm-hmm. just as a fan, like mm-hmm. what's popping? Let me hear. And because we have that kind of background of just being fans of new music, we have friends who always send us new music. Okay. Like yo, this kid in Abuja is fire. Check him out. And we listen. And, and for us, it's really two things. One, if I like your music, then I'm going to reach out. Um, whether you're an established artist or you're a brand new artist, I'll reach out still. And 
for me, if I reach out and your vibe is right, then we'll collaborate. Like, it, there are a lot of people that, you know, some people like, so for example, maybe like a lady, Donnelly, she put a tweet out that I want to work on an SDC project, you know, and I literally listened to her stuff and it was dope. I literally listened to her stuff the week before she said that tweet. So it was really like crazy. You saw the tweet or someone sent it to you? Someone sent it to me that, like, mm-hmm. yo, people are asking us. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, show them can I make this happen or whatever. Mm-hmm, and I was like, mm-hmm. yo, bet, let's do it. Thanks. You know, um, somebody asked us recently saying, um, yo, show them camp and Ajay Ball Hustlers, for example, mm-hmm. would be sick. And I was like, yeah, well, we're down, you know. And for me, like, I'll put it out there into the world. If the people are equally fans of our music or whatever, we make it happen. It's not, it's not that long. For me, I feel that it's always trying to find dope music. And then, and then sometimes, like, you find dope music and... It takes a long... Like, I was a fan of Burner Boy for a very long time before we even did any music together, you know. Um, you know, and even just from being a fan of his music, like, you know, a friend of mine was like, yo, come, he's shooting a video, like to party or whatever. Stop. Yeah, yeah you were in the video. I remember you. Yeah, so I, and, and and at that point, uh, I'd only heard, like, two songs. I never heard the like to party song. And I just, yeah, dope, let's just go and check it. So mm-hmm. I went and... It's funny, I remember in the video, they were like, yo, so sing the hook. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I was just like, I just nodding my head like right, that. Like, I didn't, right. I didn't know nothing about it. But, um, but yeah, we just always like, we just always like look for dope shit and just try and support dope shit in whichever way. And some people, you reach out to them and they're like, nah, I bet we good. Like, so, all right, cool. You know, but um, yeah, but we're always just looking out for dope, dope artists. So that's why like, you know, super early, we found out, about, I don't remember how we even found out about Dunsi, but I remember I was going to like Magodo when he was there to go and... GMK Studio. Yes, GMK Studio to go work with him. Um, that's when we met Santi and all these other mm-hmm, people mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Thames was a friend that like played her music for me first. Who's the friend? Um, funny enough, her name is Yadi. She's like an artist, okay. like a visual artist. Um, so she played her music for me first and then um, and I was just like, is, yeah, I was like, who is this? Like, I showed up one girl I saw perform somewhere. And I was like, well, she's in this Nigeria. He said, yes. Damn. I said, no, no, no. Absolutely. Like, immediately. And like, for me, once I hear something that like moves me, I have to like, like, for me, I mean, I have to reach out. I have to like hear this person's story. I think like, I'm, I think we're very attracted to like talent mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, and yeah, and I think that's literally all that it has been, just having a love for music and, and then, yeah, reaching out to artists, I think, yeah. Makes sense. Um, I think Wale said everything. Goes, add me one, <laughs> one additional comment before I say what I want to say. Mm. I think for the, um, our most recent projects, Sparks plays a, a role in, um, you know, the sound. Mm-hmm. And, um, like I said, Wale also has a very good ear for, um, you know, the kind of people that balance with the sound as well. So yeah, we, we both generally have um, a certain quality that we want and certain standards of music. Mm-hmm. And we trust each other with them. Yeah. So when we're picking um, people to feature on our projects, but regardless of who we know, if we hear with them, we're like, okay, the artist is sick, but this is not going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand? Sorry. Mm-hmm. But the artist is sick. It's because there's something in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So if the artist is sick we will, and, it, and it doesn't work, we're not going to just put it out there because it's a big artist or it's right. a dope artist. It right. has to like sync. So there have been some track, some some records like that where we've worked with people and the vibe has been right, but then the chemistry just didn't translate to the record and that's why they haven't come out. 
makes sense. Mm. Um, I did want to say something that um stuck out to me the when you were speaking mm. is though just the willingness to even be open to collaborating, mm. right? Mm. Okay, so I could be dead wrong because I'm just a the way I my position in the industry is very weird. I'm from a very observing. Mm. observatory position I'm mm. very like very open to experiencing people's stories and hearing what they have to say and mm. just observing and stuff right mm. so I say this because um I feel like once artists get to a certain level mm. it's like I, I, I can only speak for Nigerian artists because that's the that's when I was exposed to the industries from Nigeria so I don't know how they do it in Yankee I don't know how to do it in any other country except this country mm. um you see this thing where once people get to a certain level of popularity or like they shift from like, oh, maybe emerging and up and coming and then they become like, you know, someone that's buzzworthy and then buzzworthy and then every level higher than that. Mm-hmm. You see this unwillingness to want to collaborate with people that are not maybe on the same level as them or mm-hmm. bigger. I don't know if that makes sense. Or bigger. Yes. Yeah. Like if you see an artist and they're talking about, oh, you need features. Everybody will either want to go with someone that's on their level. They might even be skeptical to go with someone on their level because maybe it's like this competitive thing. Mm. Like, oh, I don't mm. want, you know, mm. me and this person to be on a song and then maybe they do better than me or they, mm. or I'm the one that calls somebody to blow mm-hmm. or they, can, or they'll try to secure features with artists maybe bigger than the artist, mm-hmm. right? To help their star power increase, mm. right? I don't, there's many times that you'll see somebody or I've seen an artist they go from that emerging to like some like notable or like buzzworthy or like popping, mm. and then they refuse to collaborate with people that is perceived to be below them. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And and when you were talking and just looking at the track record of artists that you guys work with, you've worked with many artists who you can argue that were like in the hierarchy of things. Even though I hate hierarchy and I mm. hate like oh tearing people and this is an A list artist, a B list mm. artist. There are artists who you could argue maybe they were below you in terms of maybe numbers mm-hmm. metrics mm-hmm. being known mm-hmm. number years of experience and you were still willing to what, work with them yeah. right as yeah. opposed to there's some of your peers who say oh I can't work with this person because they're not big enough I can't work with this person because mm-hmm. I this or this or this or have this reservation mm-hmm. and that openness mm-hmm. to work with people no matter their level mm-hmm. no matter their tier mm-hmm. whether they started two months ago or mm-hmm. whatever if you have the promise if you have the talent and mm-hmm. Y'all like what y'all hear. You're mm-hmm. willing to work with them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very admirable Thank because you. many people do not, I, for whatever reason, what, from what I observe, and Coach, mm-hmm. maybe you can talk, I don't see it. Like, once mm-hmm. people be like, oh, I have a hit song. I can't just work with anybody Should I tell you what that is? What is that? It's going to sound very weird to a lot of people. Okay. But we're not trying to blow. <laughs> Says the people who are like... No, so that's what I mean. So let me explain to you what that means. Okay, right? I'm listening. Like, when you're trying to blow, right... It means like so for me, I I love music. Mm-hmm. If I was not an artist, I would be an artist manager. If I was not an artist manager, I would be shooting music. I'll be shooting something. If I was not, I would somehow be involved in music. Mm-hmm. I'll push. Well, really, I mean that you're doing all those things anyway. You're saying yeah, no, no, I'm doing enough. all those things because. I, but the reason I'm doing all those things is not because I didn't, I didn't set out to manage an artist. Okay. Like I set out because, like I literally heard an artist. I thought his artist was dope, and I was like, yo. What do you need to help you get to the next stage? Do you know this person on radio? Okay, let me collect you to have Douglas. You felt that, have you felt that way about any artist before the artist that you're managing? Right I now? felt that way about millions of artists. Mm-hmm. And the difference, the only difference between the artists I'm managing now and the other artists is that that's the first person that trusted me Facts. to work with them. Facts. Like I've worked with, I've worked with many people. Like I've, been, I've we we both work with like I don't know, Ladipo, Bodge, Fumbi. 
different people behind the scenes, like we've done a lot, right? So for me, it's not a case of, but like this is the first artist that like, well, maybe Fumbi because I worked with Fumbi, him yeah. that year, but <clears throat> maybe so this is the second artist that's like our, our working relationship has been documented on paper. Mm, heavy on the documented on paper, mm-hmm. not based on good faith and not based on vibes. Yeah, because like, because with a lot of people, again, you know, you get different types of people. You get some people who, you know, the the because you because you focus on because you focus on music, right? There are some decisions that you may make that the normal person would not make. Mm-hmm. Do you get like I feel that everything you know. when we are trying to blow, I feel everything is transactional. Yes. Okay. So, okay. I hear what you're saying. This guy is a bad guy with the camera, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I need him on my team. But when yes. I meet a bad guy with the camera, you're ready to drop that disposable. bad guy to go to the better guy. That's how it is. So like, Fact. it's like at the level I'm at as an artist. That's why you see artists that like. There was one artist in particular who would be like every time I would see him at a certain period on his come up. Ah, baba, baba, fa, baba, fa, baba, fa. I remember when the guy had blown. Oh, when we say when you say blown, like had one hit song, like, like they had a number one on Apple songs. Music. A couple of his songs, songs are doing big. He's a big artist mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. And I remember we came out of a club and we see like Two Face, mm-hmm. who has always been like super, mm-hmm. like super real, super, mm-hmm. you know, everything with us. Say, but what's up also now? They were all shaking. So we all like, somebody comes out, let me take a picture of you guys. Mm-hmm. Right. I think maybe the guy that was taking the picture was from his team. Right. Sometimes they push you out the picture. So the guy was like, bro, I beg, please, like, <laughs> like, step. And this guy that I maybe like, Six months before that, Baba, yeah. Baba, mm-hmm. anything for me, you know, you know. But and so for me, I've seen, I've seen every, I've seen everybody coming up, and I know sometimes that's why when people come with all that like really super humble shit, I don't believe it Facts. because that's Facts. just the level you're at at that at moment. That time. When you get to the next level, Facts. your chest, you you Facts. raise your chest, Facts. you know that. So Facts. for me, and it's not like that's just the reality of life, you know. So at that point, the artists that they're doing features with, they're gauging how can this feature take me to the next level. And when I'm at the next level, how can the next feature take me? So I'm not coming back. I'm not looking for anybody behind me. That's just that's just the, the way. Well, I thought you were going to go a different direction with that because when you say <clears throat> we don't want to blow, yeah, like and in terms of you know collaborating, like there could be somebody here that has a mad voice right now. Mm-hmm. If we hear them and we hear he has a mad voice, we'll do something with that. Like somebody here, mm. but you're doing know. it based on the based, based of, on the song. Based exactly, on that's what I mean. So, no, so that's so exactly that, that's, that's what I'm that's saying. What I'm saying is that, like now, because we're not trying to blow, our decisions are based on the talent. Mm-hmm. Other people that don't want to do those songs because they are focused on blowing, they're not going to do a song with him okay. yes. because it's not adding to their blowing. Yes. Yes. That's I what I mean. By I don't see how like that's why it's difficult for me to understand that because. Mm. A good song mm-hmm. is what. No, but a good song go is not a good song. No, no, no. Let me go to that to record label. Let me let me explain something to you. Bro. Doing a song with Thames, Arasta, or Tiwa Savage, right, would do more for a person's career than doing a song with BC. And BC is an amazing singer mm-hmm. because it's going to their fan base is going to add to their blowing. That's what I mean. So even if the song with BC is fantastic, what you even get sometimes is that the guy may do the song with BC, then be like, I beg, can any one of these stars, can you guys really sing BC's part? Can I, in, can I even interject? Because, yeah. Can I interject? Ghost, it's like, now how you said the example of if you saw somebody here with a good voice, or you heard a good voice and you're like, the first question you're asking yourself is, hmm, this person is a, is a, he has a good voice. Do you sing? How like, like you start mm-hmm. asking questions that 
is for the betterment of the song that you potentially want to make. Somebody else will hear that same voice, say her voice is good, though, but how many followers does she have on Instagram? Or mm-hmm. um, how big is the person? Start checking their Spotify to see the numbers, to see mm-hmm. would it even make sense, Commer- will it even make business sense for me to do a song with that person, right? Mm-hmm. Their mind is is objective blowing. You're, you, how is to objectively blow it gets the next level using the person? You're You're saying that, okay, music first, and if the song is good, we know what we would do to put the song in all the right places and, and then with yeah. hopes that it's going to become I mean, something. I think it is, for, for me, from my understanding, it, it develops in stages. Mm-hmm. When you are trying to get on, mm-hmm. your focus should be your product. You understand? For me. Facts. So my product is quality. Yeah, Facts. but that's, so, from, that's hold on, from the hold on perspective now. of somebody that's building, not trying to blow. Yeah, 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 okay. That's yeah. what I mean. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Building, yeah. building a, yeah. a catalog of quality. Yes. And then the people who are on a level higher than you, when you get those opportunities to be in the same room with them and you show your catalog, they'll be like, yo, this, this is my level. Yeah. And I can mess with you. Right. I mess with me. Then, but when you now get to those levels, it can be, you can actually focus on, you know, okay, is it, does it make sense for me to do a song with this person? Because even though he's a good artist and mm-hmm. how, how, how dedicated is he to his craft? Right. All those kind of things. But now let me explain why I said that. Because see him, at the level you're at, you're doing quality music, right? One song mm-hmm. with a blown artist will get you, could get you, depending on the artist, like 50,000 followers. Like one song with Burner, for example, where Burner just jumps on your remix mm-hmm. could literally take you from being a guy that is just entering studio and doing good songs to a, a real well-known artist known globally because mm-hmm. somebody in America England France everybody's going to be like who did Bernard just jump on his song with so again those people are trying to make level up decisions each time for me you know to just counter right, before BC and anybody calls me that they do music right just to counter <laughs> what I just said right for me I will work with anyone, depending on, regardless of what stage the person is at, as long as I can see that that person is pushing their music career. Mm-hmm. Because I realize that what we have become, even artists call us, like blown artists, like, yo, bro, I need to be on Palmoy music. That's like a rite of passage for me. Mm-hmm. Because like, it's like, the people that you guys feature are mad. So for me, it's something for my own bucket list to mm-hmm. show that I'm mad, mm-hmm. right? Like, so I would work with someone because I know it's a platform that I'm providing. Mm-hmm. And you need to, there's no point in me, you're the maddest singer in your in your house and I put you on my platform. By putting you on the platform, like now we have 17 songs that we have for this new project. The 17 songs, we're trying to cut them down to 12. Mm-hmm. In that 12, that means like five people who are featured on songs are going to be unhappy mm-hmm. because they didn't make the cut, right? Mm-hmm. So if I put that, if I put somebody that is not even going to follow up on their career, that's a on waste the record, of space. that's a waste of space to me. Mm-hmm. Because I put BC on, everybody be like, mad jam, mad jam. BC doesn't drop, drop any single after that. She just telling her friends, ah, once I was on show, them come to jam, it was mad. And that's the end of Fair. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fair. like, so so it's still relative. Like, I'm still looking for people that have some kind of momentum in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. I think mm-hmm. that that is a perfect way to segue into the next, into the next fan. Right, so I'm done picking this one, right? Yes, sir. Boom. So it says, September marks the 10-year anniversary of your first album. What are some memorable experiences from the Dreamer Project? First of all, I didn't even know that it was 10 years in September. That's Look at us doing our... Shout out to Kosi for doing Kosi, research. Man, Come on. I knew it was coming up, but I didn't know it was 10 years. That's amazing. 
Um, some of the memorable experiences from Dream Up Project. Do you want to go first? Um, well, creating that project was crazy. Okay. Okay. We went to Festac numerous times. Why do you have to go to Festac numerous times? Because that's where Tubaba is. Okay. And he was one of our guys. But even before the Dream Up Project came out, like we were always hanging around. Like that was like the hub of artists. A yeah, lot of artists when we first, back, back when we first yeah, started. Festac was like a hub. And we always used to be around, you know, artists. Um, Two Face, Rocksteady, Juan Law, mm-hmm. all those guys were all part of the stuff. So creating the, the album itself was mad. Working with Two Face, NECA. I remember um there's one of guy one of our guys who we came up rapping with who was um Lucci. I don't think Lucci made the album though, did he? No, he was in the album. Was in the album yeah. So, like, just like coming together and trying to create that album was a long process. It was a learning curve because when we first came, we were just like, by the baddest rappers, let's just <laughs> rap. But then, you know, coming into the scene and trying to, you know, understand how, you know, the system works and, you know, balancing your hip hop with, you know, um, you know, um, sounds that are relative to, uh, relatable to people around here. You know, you have to like, it was a balancing act and it, right. it took a lot of work to get that one thing off. And honestly, think honestly, going, going back, at it, I don't think that um, it got the amount of, I mean, in comparison to the passion and effort I was put into it, the drive and push and the, the thing that we got back from it, I don't think it does any justice to what we, the sweat we put into that album. Right. Right? Was yeah. a classic too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was I think I think my, funny enough, now that you mentioned, it, I actually think it'd be a good idea for us to re-release it on the tenth anniversary. Just yeah. so, so shout out Kosi for that. <laughs> hey, that's cool. Idea. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think I think going back to that album, I think that it was just for me the first thing was just a beautiful process of like yeah. recording an album. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been rapping at university, <clears throat> been rapping as a hobby or whatever, but now it's just like okay, we're actually doing an album there are a few memorable things one of the memorable things was um, actually shooting the album cover mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that was like a funny day went to yeah. school secondary school yeah secondary school near Dolphin somewhere mm-hmm. and we went and shot it and we created like we actually visualized what we wanted the cover to be and created that um, um, I think another memorable moment was we had a session for a song that became a bonus track on some of the CDs but didn't really make the like didn't really make Sultan. the album uh, with Sound Sultan. Okay. Um, and I remember, I just remember like, I'll never forget like before he got into the booth, he did like maybe like 50 press-ups. Stop. I swear. Oh, I like, what so that was like a, a bunch of, he's like, his energy was yeah. unmatched. Yeah. Like he was, he was, you know, our corner from the first time we saw him. Yeah. Always positive. Yeah. And he, you know, he was blown. We were in one of his videos. Yeah. Well, uh, Mr. Tifu Tifu. No, no. So the Bushmi no cash the hunter. Bushmi go cash the hunter. Yeah, yes, that's right. the we were in. That was the first guy, but that's the first guy that ever invited us. To the first we made video. like SEC t-shirts. <laughs> we went there. I never forget. Clarence Peter shot the video. Went to one. Maybe I think the building was in Surulere or something. We now came. We made our t-shirts. Made everything for the video. And we entered our video for maybe like 0. 0.5, 0. 0.5 of a second. We were like that back, bro. And we wait on Nigeria and. And sound city, that's us, that's us, that's us. That's us. <laughs> like, shout out Clarence, you cut guys out of that video. Um, now, nah, but I mean, and the guy, Clarence really filmed us. Yeah, like, actually, we thought we were going to make a mad cameo, but the guy cut us out. Um, <laughs> you know, in the, so like, yeah, with that, with Sultan, at the time as well, Lynx was like popping with his song, Change Your Parade. Mm-hmm. Um, so Working we were, in the Red Rooms. 
working out of that studio as well. Mm-hmm. So like we did half of the, the album we did in a studio called Back to Black in like Antonio Village. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a record label then. Um, and then the other half we did on the island with Links and um, Icon mm-hmm. and Red Room. Um, and so it was just like, that was also motivational to see because one of your guys is literally blowing up like in front of in you and you're seeing it. So you're like, ah, man. So we thought by the time we put out this album, it's going to be a rap. Mm-hmm. After we finish this album, now Nigeria, they will, they will hear it like everywhere in Nigeria. They will, they will know what the maddest <laughs> no, we, we had a lot of guys. Had, even working with MI was like, was memorable. Yeah, was, was working with MI. Yeah. So the two-phase session, we tried like three right. or four times, you know, to get the session done. Um, and then like another another crazy thing. Another well, you crazy said you tried. What was preventing? What so were the, the, first, like, the first time to try and do it? Didn't work. We went out the sec. We went out one time on the island. All of us got super. You say wasted. why? Did, yeah, why didn't it work? You yeah, all right. of us went super wasted. We got yeah. super wasted. Didn't work that time. That happened a number the of times. Third time, I think we got super wasted yeah. again. Then like the fourth time, we finally yeah. finally dropped something. <laughs> um, you know, we tried with different producers. We just didn't want to work with Two Face. Mm-hmm. Um, then, but I think one of the last memorable things I'll say is we now thought, because at that time the CDs and the CDs have to go to Alaba, right? And I was Alaba, ask you yeah. to Alaba too. So we're sure. like, you know what we are going to do? We're going to open a shop in Alaba <laughs> and to like push the CDs ourselves. Like we're going to become distributors. Yeah, and right. you like, wanted to you open your own store as opposed to... We opened this store Okay, Alabama. you did that as opposed to just giving already Alabama. known distributors in yeah, Alabama. Already, already known distributors. It was a crazy thing. We, I couldn't wrap my head around this here. Like where... If you're Two-Face or you're P-Square at the time, they'll pay you money. Mm-hmm. To, in essence, bootleg mm-hmm. and distribute mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. album. Right? For us... We went to all the guys. I think there was one guy who bought Pacific. There was, I don't remember, there was loads of mm-hmm. guys. We went to all of them. All of them like, well, I've never heard of Show Them Camp. If you guys want us to distribute your album, you, you have, have to, to pay, pay us. us. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> you guys, like, we're giving See who's on this album. Like, see, we've got MI, we've got Two Face, <laughs> we've got NECA, we've got, they said they didn't, nobody knows you. Nobody <laughs> knows you. So, for us, so that's how we met one guy. Mm-hmm. And if we had known, we should have known it was Formas. They asked Formas. <laughs> after the meeting, the guy came out to meet us and was like, bro, you know that me, I have the same distribution network. I have everything. All I just need is this space to like, like my own shop to be able so people the trade people will come people are going to the east people are going to all these places yeah. they will come mm-hmm. they will pick up the stuff from my own spot and we now thought we now say okay how much is this period and maybe say like 200k or something mm-hmm. for a year mm-hmm. for a shop then so we all just combined or like four of us there are some other guys who are working with us but I think everybody put like 50k down or something and we now open the shop for this guy mm-hmm. After the album came, came out, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but did you know where the shop was? Didn't you go? Okay. Do you know what's the traffic to get to Alaba International? Yikes. Like even, I mean, to, even when you're in Alaba, so yeah, it's crazy madness. Yeah. Like, so you open the shop for this guy. You open the shop. The guy said it was distributed. So he'll be calling us get and telling posters. us that you know you get them posters, get mm-hmm. them. The guy said ah, your album. Has... I mean, we saw it on the streets. Mm-hmm. To be fair, like mm-hmm. sometimes, but like you gotta tell us that ah, it's gone to Enugu. We've sent this amount <laughs> of copies. This other one has gone to Portacos. This other one has gone to Ibadan. This other one has... So, but in that point, you don't even know that guy. Yeah. So as, <laughs> as opposed to saying that our our stuff wasn't push, wasn't being pushed, we just said it wasn't popping. We just put it in our mind that that guy wasn't doing his job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the best option. Yeah, you know, so I don't know if, you know, God bless the guy. I'm sure, I hope the guy has made something. I hope that initial investment in his life mm-hmm. did something big for Facts. him. But I honestly don't know what, because I didn't see, after like maybe like the first month, I didn't see the album 
maybe an odd vendor because mm-hmm. they used to carry like CDs on the road and mm-hmm, sell to you. Mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. an odd vendor would have it. But generally, we, so we, we used to do this thing where we would drive on, um, there's a road going, to, that road going to like Maryland to Kenya. Antonio. Yeah, Mobology Bank. Mobology Bank. Yeah. yeah. We would drive on that road and we'd not be asking vendors, do you have show them camp? You don't say no. So make sure you get our moves. I go search for them. Show them. Yeah. Mm. Make, sure, make sure you have it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So very we good. You know, we very to very create, good marketing tech. demand. Create demand. Oh my God. I was going to ask yeah. you if I pick up the next fan, what are three things that y'all did in addition to distributing with Alaba to yeah. push that project? Um, oh. I think we did... We did shows for free. Yeah, we did like, like a lot everywhere. of shows for a lot free. Of show I think free. we did like yeah. a launch event for it as well at like Planet One. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What's Planet One? That's like club, back the then it was like one of the biggest clubs on the mainland. Wow. Yeah. And you know, it's like it's like what Cubana is now. That yeah. was what it was back yeah. then. You know, so we did, we did a, a launch there. Planet One. Yeah, we're actually bad guys. Man. <laughs> we actually did. Yeah, actually, how did we manage to? We shot music videos. <laughs> we had a song called Farabale or Medi. That was a single. Mm-hmm. But pushing that actually did quite well. Like I was yeah. playing on radio. Lord, that actually got us quite the first time we started getting shows mm-hmm. and performances and stuff like that. Um, went on every radio station for went, free, or you y'all was paying, like to go and to on the radio. No, so that's the thing now is yeah, that we, that's we the problem we had, right? Yeah, that, that, let me tell you, that's the that's actual problem we had. We didn't is that we, we thought we were going to come and change the formats in Nigeria. Oh, <laughs> like, you know, why should we pay for our songs to play? Like, mm-hmm. like you know, we'll, let's find the good guys who are going to. Mm-hmm. So, did you find the good guys? Found some, yeah. Okay, mainly at Beat FM, Beat FM. that year. Okay, like to be honest, um. But yeah, like, and then there were some scattered people, like Follow mm. Storms, different people that, yeah. but mm. just good people who just play the music. But you need, and we went to Abuja, we traveled to Abuja, we even did a, an event in Abuja at the time mm. to try and, you know, so I mean, we, we did a bunch of things like that we knew, but it was also us coming into a space and trying to impose our own will on the space without realizing yeah. and what. And those of us that do that, we learned the hard way we that learned, that's not the hard way. way. That's not the way. I just teach you. Okay. Let me pick up the next fan. <clears throat> Oh my goodness. Let me just pour more Gary as you guys do this. I love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not everybody that does a second bowl. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. proud of you. Yeah, okay. Sure. So, <clears throat> Ghost might be the most elusive figure in Nigerian music. Wow. Wow. Like, you're like, you're up there with like William Unyabo. Mm-hmm. He's like yes, this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the question is to disclaim wow is this a perceived secrecy intentional and would we ever see a more public ghost now this 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 question itself is very subjective because po- before we got on the podcast you said you was in these streets just a different mm-hmm. streets maybe not the streets I'd be on because yeah. I support this claim that I don't know hardly anything about you but yeah. feel free the floor is yours yeah, to mean, support or deny the claim I mean I don't I don't see how you know I think I just move in different Areas than you know, people expect me to be moving in. Okay, so that's why people think I'm not out there, but I'm I'm out there. Like if you go to, they're just they're just certain places. Like if you go to SF. any basketball court, you can't say SF. <laughs> well, see, old 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 SF, not new SF. I was okay, I was I a I was a card member at old SF. <laughs> so uh, if you go to like basketball court from the mainland to the to VGC, that's that they no ghost. If you that's go, a large that's a large yeah, stretch like of land like that's catchments area like <laughs> cantonment police college air force base um, Surul, um what's it called Yaba stadium 
Monji for whenever you play ball, they know me there. Okay. You understand? Okay. So like I just don't move on like do the same thing. So when I'm rolling with if I'm rolling with some of my basketball guys, we're not gonna be going to like, you know, sip or you know, this kind of Taco Bay. Oh, you don't go to Taco Bay. You no, know, these guys are, I mean I go to Taco Bay, but I don't I don't go with like, you know, the the cool people. You don't even have to try to be cute. Just knock it. Just so you're basically saying that your basketball guys are not cool people. No, no, no. no, my basketball guys are regular guys like me. The cool people are the guys like you. Yeah, the cool people are the you know your guys now. (laughs) But but I don't know. I am kind of like I keep to myself. Okay. But to a certain level, like I need, I'm an extroverted introvert. Got you. Um, Jess, we want to get to the the next question. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, if you have anything, do you support deny the claim? I mean, you know him. Y'all are like silent brothers and stuff like that. So things are like at university. <laughs> this guy was that guy that like, and he's done it. Like I'll tell you a story to illustrate to this guy. So the first time we went to, first time they did MTV Music Awards in Nigeria, they did in Abuja. So one of our guys told us that, uh, <laughs> show them camp, we'll get you guys in, you know. So we actually went, we went all the way to Abuja for this MTV Music Awards on your own time. On our own time, get there now. Our name was not on any list or any. The guy that was actually meant to get us in, we couldn't reach him actually. Oh, so we're like, ah, we've flown all the way to Abuja. And Ghost missed his flight. So he was coming on the later flight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So me and two of my guys were like, yeah, you know what we're going to do? Hustle We're just going to walk straight to the red carpets. Because <laughs> we came dressed up. We were ready. Nobody knew us there. No, no jam out. No nothing. <laughs> I mean, our songs are just coming out. But we're going to walk straight to the red carpets. And use our chi <laughs> to get our way, walk inside. Thanks. So that's how we literally walk onto the red carpet, sunglasses, blazer. People are taking pictures. People are taking pictures. Ah, so what's the band? What's the band? Show them camp. Show them camp. Yeah, as you see. Yeah. So as we now, we're now walking to the entrance, we now see one mean looking bouncer. bouncer. So that is the final one now. So final boss. We have to, yeah, this is the final boss. We have to find our way in. We now walk, walk, walk. As we're now getting in, I think it was, it was that two faced. It, yeah, it was two faced that was just walking past. The guy now saw, that's, ah, show them. <laughs> so, based on him, him seeing us and yelling us at that moment, the bouncer just cleared for us to go through. <laughs> but, like, ah, when we now got inside, the guy who was now doing drinks was now Ghost Uncle. Mm-hmm. The person was like, who provide the vendor oh, okay, that was okay, providing okay. drinks mm-hmm, at mm-hmm, the event mm-hmm. was Ghost Uncle. So, that one now, we were now getting free drinks. Look at the university. No, before we even got into the VVIP. So that's how we now saw one other area that Two Face was with us. Then he suddenly just walked and went through and went into like the like almost like the stadium area where you go and watch the awards. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the main yeah, the main like the box. So we tried to like walk behind him. And then like there was a little bit of a line. Right. So imagine we've got it was in a stadium in Abuja. So we've gone through multiple security checks to get to this point. To get to this point. <laughs> like using just nothing but blind faith. Thanks. Right? Next thing we just look to the right. We just see like, you know, the stadium. So they have some certain gates all over. Mm-hmm. 
just see, look to the right, we just see one girl, we just see ghosts opening the gates and just walking straight. <laughs> <to the corner. laughs> we're like, what? <laughs> like, we're like, what the hell? Like, we, the stress we were like, just went through. swallowing our look at my <laughs> This guy just walks straight through and that's how <laughs> we actually entered the MTV Music Awards. <laughs> you know, like, when we're now going to the main area, there was now one South African woman. Yeah. She was now holding a list. White lady, God bless her. She now looked at the list. Now said, show them. No, nothing like that on the list. Mm-hmm. Show them. So that's how the bouncer, you know, it's Abuja. So in Abuja, you don't know who is who. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somebody could be a minister's son. Facts. Somebody could be the Facts. governor. Son. So the bouncer was now with her. So she now said, show them. So one of my friends told the bouncer, I said, please, what's your name? The guy said, like, maybe Ibrahim or something. Ibrahim, tell her why you can't bounce us. <laughs> the bouncer said, the guy actually physically said, <laughs> the woman was like please sorry you are not on the list you are not on the guy said tell my friend said it again tell her why you cannot bounce us the guy did not know he was, the guy, the guy was calculating like maths in his head mm-hmm. like higher algebra the guy, was, the guy was said madam madam please let me do my job <laughs> come in <laughs> I would just went in and that was literally the just into the MCI. There was no pass, no time, no nothing. We now got inside, we now saw the guy that told us to come sit in the side. Yeah. The guy that was meant to help us. I hope you bond for it. I hope you change it. Of course, we changed it for it. Like, it was crazy. That's crazy. But that's just to show you how he got the name The Ghost. Because he always used to do shit like that all the time. Hmm. Same, you're about to enter a club, you've been queuing for hours. You gotta just pull up at the dying minutes. (laughs) And just be like, hey guys. Who's your daddy? What's your family name? You, y'all on some streets or something? You found out nobody's in no secret. I work with God. You work with God? A, Amen to that. Amen to that. Okay, Mr. Mm-hmm. Ghost, Mr. Elusive, Mr. So always me? come at the last minute. Pull up that next fan for me, please. That is my chance. Mm. Was there ever a time during your careers you felt like quitting? And if so, how were you able to push through? Yup, I want to hear this. That's a question I want to hear. <clears throat> let's go. Whether it's individually, collectively, I don't care whoever starts, let's go. Well, yeah, we even quit self, mm-hmm. but that, that's before before we started. Well, well I say this: when we became Show Them Camp, when did we think of quitting? I think once or twice. Okay, you understand? Or or actually every day. But have you in Nigeria when you're facing everything? Absolutely, absolutely. That's how I want to hear the answer. Like to every this. day, you're like you know. We give this, yeah, you know, I'm tired. I'm trying to hustle. You no, know, this baby, this baby wants to leave me because you know, guys are rap. not doing that. See, I have, I could be. The rap is not this. rapping. It's the not making not money. Pushing, you know what I mean, your parents are taking the piss. That like this guy, get out of the house. You know, go and make your way. Guys, send guys small pocket money now. Like guys, push to this music. Nothing, yeah. You know, everything you are doing was. I felt like if you know, it wasn't working, but. Mm. Going through it, like, I think that journey in itself was what made us the way we are, the way we approach music. Like, the pushing through the, um, you know, the doubts, because we knew that we were talented rappers. I mean, we're, we're not like, the, the, I mean, we felt like we were the best, but we knew that we had a lot to learn and everything, but right. we knew that we had the talent. Right. We had the drive. And the fact that all these things happened, like, people doubting you, maybe some one of the babes leaving and everything. You had to now prove that they made a mistake. Facts. You understand? By mm-hmm. doubting you. So that's, well, those are the things that push us, yeah. you know, past those yeah, things. I even say, to be honest, and I don't really say it, but I think 
Goose actually has a lot more confidence. Had it, has had, I don't know, a lot more confidence than me initially. Like me, I think like, so like you said, 10 years of um, Dreamer Project, right? Um, and probably maybe we came back to Nigeria. I've been doing music maybe like two years before Dreamer Project even dropped. Um, but it wasn't until like 2015 that I actually, in my mind, accepted that this is my career and this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was probably like six or seven years in at Shodem Camp. I like, in my mind, so when I left my job, because I was working in the corporate world before I left to come back to Nigeria. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, be a musician. And like you said, so many things. Imagine you have a great corporate job and then you tell your parents, you're moving back first from Europe to Nigeria to come and rap. <laughs> you know, so my family they did interventions they did many things Ooh. like you know and same thing same thing like you said like you, you're dating somebody who knew you when you were in the corporate world and she must think you lost your mind maybe you're smoking weed with these guys and the weed is affecting your brain <laughs> now you want to rap you know um, and then at the time the rap you're not even seeing the results from it but everybody's We've come a long way. When we first came, like Terry G was popping, this person was popping, that person was popping. So, you know, and the only rappers that are successful are Nate, so then later MI, mm-hmm. you know, and so you don't even have that many examples. Of, to even yeah, put, look to at, say, okay, if this guy can do it, then I can you can do, do it. it. So, everybody just thought you've just made it like a daft decision. And you yourself will also think, man, maybe I made a daft decision. So, every year, I don't know if I've ever said this before, like every year, man, I'll call my old boss at work, like, hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> just checking that everything is good. Is that like, also open? Like, just checking that, you know, life is good. You, know, like, yeah, you need to come back. You know, like, just in case, <laughs> I had to try and keep that window open. Then I think, like, in 2014, I actually quit, quit, where I was like, I'm going to go and do NYSC because, man, it is not paying. I need to be able to pivot into another kind of job or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. So I did NYSC that year. Um, but I think 2015 was when I had the realization that um, this is the path. This is what I want to do. This is what I love to do. This and like this is actually what I love to do. And the only thing that I'll say to everybody that like is doing what they love to do is the only thing that is actually like there is no shortcuts. Mm-hmm. Some people are lucky because they. Mm. Some people are lucky like their star is just meant to like shine. Mm-hmm. some crazy level. Mm-hmm. I say to Thames all the time, like, I've been in this music industry now for 10 plus years. I've never seen anybody, like, move like mm-hmm. that. Many of us that, like, are, that are even looking on the outside mm-hmm. have never seen anybody yeah, move like that I, fast. And I mean, I'm on the inside yeah. and I know that, like, sometimes some certain grace or blessings will happen that I'll be mm-hmm. like, wow, like, this is crazy, you know. Um, and so, there's some people like that that have that trajectory, you know. But then other people... You have to, if, if this is what you are choosing, whatever it is that you are choosing to do, you are going to be broke at some point first. So now you have to first get that one out of your mind. Mm-hmm. If it's about brokenness, yes, you'll be broke. For sure. You know, and, you know, at a point, me, imagine, so I said, I'm working corporate, have my own house, have everything. Now I've moved back home. At one point, I had to move back to my mother's house. You know, like at that point, now taking babes uh, to your mother's house, you have one little room, you are sneaking them in as a grown age, you know, like <laughs> all that kind of stuff was right. really embarrassing. But you didn't need to tell people that you rapped. Yeah, like sometimes <laughs> people ask me, like, what do you like? Imagine maybe like an auntie who wants to like hook you up with someone. Mm-hmm. Okay, when we get to their house and they ask, 
uh, what you do. What was that thing you were doing before finance? Say that. <laughs> you know, like say that. Like that's what you should say. <laughs> you know, and just things like that. Like, you know, so after a while, you start to think, man, did I actually make the right decision? But if you really believe that is what you want to do, then yeah, you just have to persevere. Like you have to keep showing up every day. Look at y'all preaching to me because I be wanting to quit every day. Yeah, I'm yeah. Tired. it's normal. I'm tired. Yeah. It's I'm, normal. I'm tired. I'm broke. But, I'm like, what? But also, this? what you are saying, like, but the thing is, when he was, he said that you know that every day you want to quit, but that you created, it creates content that you put into your music. Facts. Yes, and like all those, like if you if you followed our music from some of our early releases, but if you follow our mixtapes, everything we're talking about is actually in the songs. Mm. Like wanting to create the babes at the time, the conversations we have with our parents is all in the music. So that's the drive. And that's why, like, it's like when you say you, you speak your things into existence, like, and then the fact that you have people supporting you through the music, it's just like a multitude of effects. And that's what I, that's what I believe. I've always believed that. Mm. that you speak things into existence mm. and if you believe in it and you continue going there's something will pop off it'll yeah. pop off yeah um okay I have so, two fans how many more minutes we have like we have 10 10 minutes yeah 10 minutes okay let's try to do these two fans Super quick. Five, 5 minutes alright okay. so you pick up your fan then I'll do the honors and pick up the last fan Some would say the biggest challenges in Nigerian rap are profitability and sustainability. How do you handle those problems? I'll jump here super quick, right? I was talking to a rapper yesterday and I told him, I said, look, man, as a rapper in Nigeria... Is he a known to... rapper or like up and coming, emerging what? Middle tier. Got you. You have to like create your own infrastructure. You have okay. to create your own culture. You have to create your own community. And once you create them, you have to feed them. Because the truth is that, you know, I say this in the nicest way possible and it might sound a bit controversial, so I'm going to... I feel like rap in Nigeria is like the APC convention. <laughs> and let me explain, explain the comparison. You know, some people, I don't... I'm not going to enter politics who you support, who you don't support. But some people supported Osibajo. The guy went there, spoke very eloquently. You know, you have to do this and you have to do this and you have to do this. And some people support... Uh, Tinubu. Baba went there said, This is our president. <laughs> this is my chance to make you suffer. And that's the person that won. <laughs> right? And what I mean by that is that, like, all that too much English, all that rap, like, you can call the baddest rapper. You can call, I don't know who is dope, Ladipo. Tell him to stand here. Tell him to drop a verse that is madder than a Kendrick Lamar verse. Mm-hmm. Right? And like, um, Ashake will come and 90% of the people will move to that immediately. Yes. I'm not compared, like they're both amazing artists. They're both crazy artists. But one artist speaks more to the Nigerian, or at least Lagos or wherever it may be, but speaks more to the mindset, the kind of groove, the kind of things that we are innately used to. Mm-hmm. So rap is a foreign thing that we have adopted and brought over here, mm-hmm. right? So for us, we just decided at some point, man, we have to find our community, grow our community, however long, however slow, however fast. So we started doing Pamoy sessions. Then we started, and each Pamoy session, literally, maybe it's 100 people, the first one, 150, the second one, is literally, all we're doing is that every money we make from this session should be enough to fund the next session. Mm. 
until it's growing bigger and bigger until mm-hmm. the point where we do a festival mm-hmm. and then the festival we're like ah, we need like 500 people and we've succeeded so we budgeted every the first festival we did like Emma and all these guys are rapping the stage was falling apart <laughs> like literally falling apart like don't, yeah, don't jump on that side <laughs> if you jump on that side like this stage will break right. but we pulled it together and our community came and supported us and then from there we're able to show a brand that okay this is viable for next year's support so you like and I feel that the way it is now brands have like a million things because brands are the ones that would financially support you as an artist mm-hmm, right what you're mm-hmm, doing mm-hmm. they have a million things to do so you have to bring the mountain to Mohammed, as they say, sure. you literally have to like have your community, do your thing with your community. Let people see that what's going on over there. There were a hundred people there before. Now there's 200. Ah, oh, wow. They're all jumping around. Wow. They're all buying. They're all making noise. They're all making noise they're over dressed. there. They're wow. all buying. You, want in on this. you make your t-shirts, make 20 t-shirts, sell them at like five, 10 K. That's mm-hmm. extra revenue that goes somewhere. We were also fortunate. We called our people, my music. So I'll literally send somebody to Ikorodu to go and buy kegs of palm wine. Mm-hmm. And we're selling it at the shows to make extra revenue. Facts. Like that's literally, so it was very, like a very DIY, do-it-yourself model that we decided to employ. And I think every rapper, anybody waiting as a rapper in Nigeria, waiting for Mana to fall out of the sky or for a label to come and invest the same way they would invest in Rema and Ira Star or in any of these people in you is long. Mm-hmm. It's not almost, I can almost say, I don't know the future, God knows if you, I can almost say it's almost impossible. So you have to build your own fan base. You don't think in and 2022 labels are going to start signing rappers? I don't think so. I think that, and, I, and another thing I was going to add, right, one more thing just to even help as well is that when we did the first Palm Wine session, the first Palm Wine project we did had Odunsi, Tommy Thomas, Budge, Ajebota, and Ladipo on the project. So all those guys, when we did the first show of like 150 people, we had all those guys come and perform. And what I say that is because if you're a rapper and you have maybe like 50 fans and he's a rapper and he has 50 fans and you're a rapper and you have 50 fans, maybe the three of you need to actually collaborate and do a show together. Mm-hmm. So you monetize your 50 fans each and you have 150 people in that space. Sense. And then you figure out a model that maybe we all share three ways. That's because we can't gauge who's 50 is this. Mm-hmm. We all share it three ways and we build. We invest in T-shirts, we build, we sell those and share the profits. We invest in maybe a drink or something that like fans, whatever it may be that you're doing, sell it and make profit. Like you have to create your own economy with your community and your community have to be able to see you consistently. Mm -hmm. Like I love, let's say like Ozone or Mojid and all those guys that they had at Aristocrats that year, right? Like, but as much as I love them, I haven't heard music from them in a while. Like it's very sporadic. So even as a community, like, it's hard for me to, like, if if I haven't heard your music in one year, the attention span nowadays is, is, keeps moving. So, mm-hmm. like, I may not be following you a year later. But I may not be as gingered as I was last year. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just build your community, do your thing, and keep growing it. And eventually more that. people will, like, see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't think, but you can't wait for them. For sure. Pastor like, Wally. Because you have mm-hmm. comments. Yeah. Um, took it away before I pick up this last fan so mm-hmm. I want to ask something so what 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 were y'all doing to sustain yourselves and feed yourself mm-hmm. while you were still waiting for rap to start making money or while you were building that infrastructure Amazing for yourself Amazing question mm-hmm. I shot music videos mm-hmm. for my fellow artists Bodge Ladipo Ajebota Files all of them I shot music videos I shot commercials 
I did pick milk commercials. <laughs> I swear to you, I did Domino's pizza. I did content. I was shooting content. With Fatherland Media? Yeah. You shot pick milk commercial. Yeah, like, I'm on YouTube pick, and go... Pick 234. What do you call it? 245, 234, I think it's called. Okay. I shot the commercial. Okay. Like, but I'm, I'm not going to put my name to it, but like... <laughs> but that check helped me. Thanks. You know, I found some record labels founded by Yahoo Boys and I shot videos for all the artists. <laughs> like, really? Like, you was hustling. Yeah, you have to hustle. No, but you went, you went to film school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you have to hustle yeah, because like... Awesome. I don't know me. I, I don't know how to... I don't know how to wait for it. I have to go out and guess it. Mm-hmm. Like, and if I'm broke enough and I'm sitting there, I have to think, what can I do now to get it? At a point, shooting a video for my guys, they may pay me 600K. Mm-hmm. I may make 200K profits from that video shoot. Mm-hmm. At that point, 200K was enough to get me out of home to go and hustle for a day because the video shoot will last till morning. Right. 250K was enough to get me out of... And then I got to the point mm-hmm. where this doesn't make sense for my time. It doesn't yeah. equate anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I moved to something else right. that, you know, that equates, you know, and that's how I feel like, again, like as long as you have creativity and you have your hands, I feel like you need to work, you know, like that's my own thing. You're, you've got fans, you're doing a podcast, you're doing all these different things, you're mm-hmm. working with brands and mm-hmm, all these things. Mm-hmm. Like that's hustling. Right. <laughs> Like that's literally the definition. Because guess I'm what? Words, yeah. That money will pay, will tide you over for the next month and that's then for the facts. month after that. That's facts. But somebody that's else facts. will see something and be like, hey, let's make her the face of da da da. You will know where the blessing will come from, mm-hmm. but it's the consistency that will lead to the blessing. Makes sense. Yeah. Ghost, what are you doing now to keep yourself afloat? Um, basically, Sex this, work. that, and the other. <laughs> this, that, and the other. This, Sex that, and the other. So you can't elaborate like how he elaborated. I can't elaborate. Because my own is not as overboard as his own. But I would say some, some I would say some real estate, okay. some chasing deals from government, and some this, that, and the other. Got you. Okay, okay, okay. All right, final fans for Mr. Reed. Yeah, and it ties right. into everything perfectly, and y'all can just give y'all final comments. Mm. Every year, mm-hmm. there's this annoying discussion about the lack of support for Nigerian rap. I guess I shouldn't call it annoying because, I mean, the people that are in the genre, they, they feel the pains of this thing. Um, so do each of y'all believe that this is still true? And if you do think it's true, how do you think it can change? I let goes go, but I pretty much answered it in uh, support yourself. Nobody mm-hmm. Facts. But um, the thing is that what my own sense is that Nigerian rap fans claim to love rap. Okay. Okay. So the love Kendrick so some unknown artists in the south of America for men now you have Alpha Ogini Pepper Collion um, you know Mujid Black Uzum, Bones Black Bones you know what I'm saying you have these different artists here okay then you now then you see you see one tweet you know um, Nigerian art rappers don't rap for Nigerians and you you just released one album called Gwari Times, where he's talking about the whole of the Nigerian, the Nigerian system. society or, and how broken um, the system is. Are, like, like you, to you, you be thinking that, and these rappers are here. Like, like although some of them are like, some of some rappers are trying to copy the Yankee model. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about people who like um, feed Nigerians the hip hop society. Mm-hmm. We know them. Mm-hmm. I understand. And they're putting out music consistently. They're like, like someone like Alpha now mm. puts out his um, 
his freestyle. His freestyles, like right on a consistent basis. Facts. Shoots his stuff himself. Himself. Makes his, does everything himself. Facts. And he's feeding somebody. And you're telling me that somebody doesn't make music for Nigerian society. So my issue is that Nigerian fans, rap fans, need to be like, what do you really want? Mm. Oh, you can't, a Nigerian rapper cannot blow because he's too lyrical and he has to be able to balance it with pop music. Mm-hmm. But then when Vector does um, make it instead, they are saying, that, ah, we want the old Vector back. Like, what, what do you really want? Right. So I don't know what it is about Nigerian hip hop by itself, but I just, I just know that, like he said, people who like your music just cater to them don't worry about trying to do what the next person is doing or anything like that I do think that in terms of brand support and everything you have to be able to help yourself you have to be able to show consistency you Mm -hmm. have to be able to show a following before the brands can you know because you open the eyes because they're not going to just invest in you for the sake of oh you're lucky you know not not the wheel of fortune you understand you have to be able to show a level of consistency and appeal marketability for them to believe in you. But I do think that that comes from the culture genuinely showing support in what they claim to like. Right. Because there are people who like, um, who was that on our tape? Uh, the last song, Tipping Point. I can't, his name just kissed my mind now. Simojo. No, Tipping Point. Oh, Tipping Point. Um, Boogie. Mm. Okay. So like, like artists like Boogie, he does, he, he, he does, like, he writes adverts and stuff mm. now as well. Mm. Like he's like a super dope lyricist. And Nigerians would be like, oh, we want lyricism. Mm-hmm. So here's somebody, he should have a lane for Nigerian hip hop. But that's not really what they want. They want, some money, you know, they waste time. <laughs> Hello, that money doesn't, it just, it just appeals, mm-hmm. like he said. Mm-hmm. So if you are going on super lyrical and everything, so where are these fans that claim to? Because he has a following every day on Twitter. People are like, oh, Boogie the best rapper in Nigeria. Right. Okay, where are you? Yeah, but I think my own thoughts is two things, right? May I go based on like precedence, right? And the precedence to me is that the most successful rap songs and rap artists that may have seen in history over these 10, 12 years that I've been around, right? Initially, it was Nito C, Kinney Big Deal, 10 over 10. You don't know my, Those are very commercial sounding, commercial leaning songs. Mm-hmm. M.I., when it first came, Money Slow to Enter. Or, <laughs> That's my favorite um, M.I. jam. Or uh, maybe in a one million. Maybe oh, one one, yeah, mm-hmm. like those songs commercially cut across in Nigeria, mm-hmm. right? Like, no, I was talking about my favorites because I'm a rap head, mm-hmm. right? But in terms of the songs that, if you're looking at the, if you were to say like the top 10 most commercially successful Nigerians, so maybe you add Sambori, Bobo, Whiskey, uh, Sauce Kid mm-hmm. in there as well. But as commercial Nigerian songs, they, they, and the artists that were successful in that lane, I feel that they've had to make it commercial, mm-hmm. which is why like when I see like Sometimes, because Ladipo came up under us, right? So when I see someone like him and he's like, yo, I'm about to drop this song. It's like, I like the way I'm feeling now, but let me tell you, let me explain to you, bro. I'm not reliving my rap. I'm like, bro, you don't need to explain. <laughs> but he is rapping though. No, he is. No, that's what I'm saying. No. Like, but he, because of where he, he has come from with on. us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I hate he, that he has to make that disclaimer though. But, like, no, but I said, we, no, but we know that's to us. Yeah, yeah no, I know, us. I know. But I, I know. say to him, bro, like, you don't need to, so if you notice, right, like he's 
like because he's a rap rapper and he's yes, like he's in, a at rap his heart, rapper, mm-hmm. right? Like before he drops big energy, he's gonna give you the big energy freestyle where he's spitting his ass off. Oh, know? so he's balancing, he's able to cater to his own yeah, core, like, you know, whether brand. consciously or subconsciously, he's like you guys are going to hear this one but mm-hmm. first you must remember I rap my ass off <laughs> and I'm an elite rapper right. you know mm-hmm. so that balance we've been doing it as well with like Clone Wars Palmoy music Clone Wars Palmoy yeah. music you know it's like it's to feed the core rap fan but also expand like because in the end people will know what they like until they like it mm-hmm. all of a sudden you'll see people popping again mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. like that right so like you have to like expand out and bring in new listeners to rap you know, some of those guys that we came in for just palm wine ended up listening to Clone Wars. Facts. So it, it balances itself out. So advice you, know? you give people or rappers yeah. that are saying that, you know, they find it difficult to find support or that, not that they find it difficult because Ghost is right. You see people always complaining, like, mm. when will they ever be pleased and stuff like that? It's probably maybe catered to both. Like, give them, mm. find ways to like, Teeter between that commercial Nigerian still stay true to what you do, which I is think just threat. be true to yourself. I like think your level, your skill level, your like just be true to yourself. Yeah, and and be true to what type of artist you want to be. Yeah, because what was one the, the type of artist? If you want to be, if you want to be, if you want to be, if you want to be Wizkid, you cannot say you want to be. Asha. You can't say you want to be Asha at the same time. You have to okay. choose a lane. Okay. So if you're an Ashag person that is going to drop that lane of music, then Asha is not going to give you soccer, soccer. <laughs> like, she's not going to do that. So, but because she appreciates her lane, even in. But isn't that I don't get? Isn't that her version of like? Isn't that a soccer, soccer? She's going to get exactly. So that's what I mean. So she has found yeah, a middle ground for herself, like okay. for herself in that commercial lane. Now, right. if you're a super lyrical, miracle, radical, beautiful, little <laughs> rapper, mm-hmm. right? you may not have people dancing to you in the club and you need to be fine with that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Fact. the truth. Like, Fact. you know, that's literally the truth. Like, you know. Oh my God. Okay, fine. Because we're shutting up. We're not talking no more. We're done. We're done. You see? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So I think, um, because we're pressed for time, we can't do uh, word association. That's fine. Or we can do song of the week. So you just tell us uh, it's going to play out as the episode fades out. Mm. Uh, just give us a song from someone that you're listening to mm, that you want to put Both on. Both of you should put your brains together. Yeah, you only got one song. Just pick the song. Look at this guy. That's not a problem in life. Um, what's the middle of my Let me see. The person cannot be signed. Dude. What do you mean? They should not give me copyright strike on my Oh, on so my it needs YouTube. to be well, somebody Let has... it be an independent artist or... Um... Okay, independence artist. Hey, I'm listening to now. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, who? Yeah, so I'm listening to. Are, are we live? Yeah, are we, yeah, we're okay. live. Okay. Yeah, 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 cool. Um, so I'm listening to an artist. His name is Twelve. Okay. And he has a song called India. You should check it out. Is he Nigerian? Yeah. Yeah. Twelve the artist. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve the artist. The song's called India. Check it out. All right, man. Ghost. Wale. It's been real smoking Gary. Thank y'all. You. Thank you for smoking Gary with us. Because you could have been you could have been like, yeah, I don't do that. But you did you a team player for real. I love it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not gonna be scared of you when I see you outside. Are you scared of yes. me? Yes. Why? I'm casting myself now. I don't know. I'm the type of person, if I don't get formally introduced to somebody, I'm like, bro, let me not chop insult. So I never was introduced to you, but now I'm introduced. So now if I see you outside, I'm gonna greet you. Okay. That's but cool. Without further ado, <laughs> we are out. Boom. Meet me on the phone tonight, I'm hot tonight
Tanja, uh. Baby, when your love supply my heart, supply my heart, supply my heart. Let me know if your love is true. If I'm to be alone, yeah. It is some loss of hope as can burn. This is frozen time for what you take from me. Get me on the phone tonight, uh, uh, tonight, uh, uh, tonight, uh, uh. Get out on the phones for a night, uh, uh, for a night, uh, uh, for a night, uh, uh. Let you go sometimes, sometimes, uh, uh, sometimes, uh, uh, sometimes, uh, uh. Meet me where you love, sublime, uh, uh, sublime, uh. Blind my heart, yeah. Give your love and take it Don't fuck me up, girl 